get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. We're very happy to go out to the Brown and Group and Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend and the Blues Insider for The Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. Jeremy, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing now that it is officially the offseason? <laughs> yeah, after the uh, Stanley Cup, but... You know, uh, things have been a little slower here the past uh, few weeks, so it's been nice to, to catch our breath. But uh, now that uh, the Stanley Cup has been wrapped up, we will definitely go into uh, free agent mode, off-season move, move mode, and, and all kinds of things coming up here in the next few weeks with the Blues, especially with the draft coming up. JR, did you die a little inside over the weekend when Colorado won the Cup? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm just really happy for certain people. That's a specific thing. You know, it's it's tough. When you think about Colorado and Kroenke, you know, I've made no bones about it that uh, I'm not a big fan of Kroenke. But, you know, Blues had a uh, great assistant coach, Ray Bennett, on the staff for 10 years, and I got to know him pretty well and stay in touch with him. And uh, he's a part of that Colorado staff. So uh, just great, Alex, to see to see uh, him do well and, and win the Stanley Cup. So that, that's a great thing. And, hey, Pat Maroon, uh, everybody's rooting for him, right? But uh, he's won a few of these, right? <laughs> he, yeah, he's won a 15-straight playoff series. Like, come on. <laughs> He'll be all right. Uh, JR, I did want to ask you a final follow-up as we're kind of wrapping up the Stanley Cup final. What does it mean big picture that the Avs won this? Because we we talked about this the other day. I think that they have a similar core. I don't know that they will have the same success, but their core reminds me of what we saw in the early 2010s with the Chicago Blackhawks, where they were building around those big pieces up front and their top six forwards. And then, of course, a couple of defensemen as well. Is there the potential for that in Colorado as well? Yeah, I think so. And first thing that comes to mind, you say, what is this? What do you take away from it? You know, the biggest thing in hockey, your team starts to play well and you think this is their year. And I'm not talking about the blues. I'm just talking about teams in general. And you really have to go through that grind of some excruciating losses. What are you made of? How are you going to take it to that next level? We've seen Colorado had its share of those situations the past couple of years, and now here they are standing on top. We saw it with Tampa Bay. They went through it with the loss to Columbus, and, and they win a couple in a row. So I think that's the big thing that fans should take away You know, if your team's on the cusp of become, becoming one of those contending teams is it might not happen that year. It's going to take some you know, learning uh, experiences. So, so I think that's the biggest thing. And then with Colorado, 
BK, uh, I, th- I think they're great. You know, they lost a couple players. I thought Gerard was playing well before he got taken out by uh, Ivan Barbashev. Uh, you know, they, they did miss Kadri for a little bit. I know nobody in St. Louis cares about how he's doing. I get that. Uh, but, but I just think that you're right. That core is great. They've been together for a long time. You know, they're going to have to re-sign McKinnon at one point. Yes, it's going to take a lot of money, and that could come at the cost of bringing a couple of these guys back, maybe Eric Johnson seeing his last days in, in Colorado. But I, I think that they have that group like we saw with the Blues, and I think that's what was able to uh, drive these guys and keep that focus going, even though they had those situations the past couple of years that they had to get over that hump. So, JR, on the offseason side of things for the Blues, what are you hearing on the David Perron front? Because I'm trying to decide if it's good or bad news that we haven't really heard anything when it comes to him. Yeah, probably, uh, you know, decent news if there's nothing coming out of uh, either side, the fact that they're uh, trying to to get something done. You know, look, uh, these are always tough situations to try to handicap and say that it'll get done or it won't get done. You know, a month ago I was saying, you know, put it in the books just because the the way that uh, both sides were talking, Alex, you were there that day that uh, they, they wrapped up the season and did the interviews. There was mutual interest on both sides. But I think if you come at it from the Blues perspective, they're probably looking at it. He's 34. You know, all the numbers show that you start to decline at that point. But we haven't seen that from David Prime. And he's got the stats the past couple of years to kind of back that up. And you know, what do we keep talking about with David Prime? That he's like wine. He gets better as he gets older. And, you know, that's probably how his camp's looking at it too. So, so we'll see, you know, I still, you know, uh, you'd, you'd be an objective reporter, but sometimes you don't have that hat on. And, and I think that David Prime is a guy uh, who I could see finishing in his career here. And, you know, they just need to find the right numbers and, and see if that would work. JR, you had a great piece earlier today. People should read it over at The Athletic, and if they're not subscribed already, it's time to do so. Uh, they can find you on Twitter as well, at J.P. Rutherford, for the, the direct link. On the 10-year anniversary of Tom Stillman officially with his ownership group buying the St. Louis Blues, you had some great quotes in here about what's changed since the, the moment that they purchased the team to where they are today. Uh, wh- what are some of your favorite things that you learned from reporting for this story on on just where the Blues are right now compared to where they were 10 years ago? Yeah, BK, and you know, it was sitting down with Tom Stillman last week and getting his thoughts on the past 10 years, and the number one thing I asked him was, does it feel like 10 years? And he said, no, it feels like three or four. You know, at times, it, it did take a long it, long time to kind of get things straight. Um, you, you know, but personally, being down at the rink every day and observing myself, some of the things that he's talked about, you know, you bring in Chris Zimmerman, and he just knows how to create a culture. He knows how to get people to want to work for the company, do the right things, and be the best that they can be. And I've witnessed that. You know, I don't think this was in the article, but Tom Stillman said it almost went from like you were walking into an office of a government job to it became like a startup company. And and I know what he's talking about. I saw that. So those people behind the scenes that do a lot of work to get that organization to where it is, to where it, where it wins the uh, business journals, sports team of the year in 2020 you know they're very deserving of that culture that they've created and meanwhile he talks about you want to do the same thing on the hockey side the business and the hockey have to work hand in hand we all know that doug armstrong has had that standard on the hockey season for years and years and years and so i think the takeaway is what we've seen in the last 10 years of this ownership uh, first of all, it starts at the top. You have the 15, 16 local investors who uh, their their motive is civic pride. And then you have a business and a hockey side that are working hand in hand uh, to bring you the, the best uh, product they can do. So I think if you look at one thing 
from uh, the past decade. That's what it's been. Well, and Jared, the trickle-down effect, I, I think it touches all aspects of the Blues organization. And to me, that goes to the minor league affiliate as well. I, I mean, for the longest time as a Blues fan and then, of course, covering the Blues, I've always looked at it as, well, the team just really has never had that minor league affiliate that they can send their players down to and then they can, you know, work towards becoming an NHL player because it's always been, you know, moving from the Chicago Wolves and then to the San Antonio Rampage, then spreading the players out. And we just saw the Springfield Thunderbirds, although they lost in the Calder Cup, finals they made it that far so when you look at the impact of that season for those minor league players are there some names on that that team that you think can maybe make a push for an NHL roster this season yeah I think so I think first of all what a great experience for you know the Blues affiliate in Springfield uh you know after COVID you know they finally get uh, operating again and and so they go to the Calder Cup finals like you said you know tough loss in the in the finals uh to Chicago uh, but you're right uh, just a load of experience for a lot of those guys you know nobody that I think will be up next year making a significant impact other than some of the names that we've seen um up and down the last year or two you know like does it help a Dakota Joshua can he help uh, the Blues fourth line? They need to drop a fourth line this year that they can kind of point to going into the regular season. You know, McKenzie McEachern's on that team and, and, and played well, but, uh, you know, what's his future? Is, is it still here? So I think there are some younger players that could benefit from that run that they just went on. You know, I just don't know outside of the names that we always talk about, Jake Neighbors, Zach Bolduke, and Bolduke was around this run. Uh, but not necessarily involved. And, and I think that uh, those are the two guys we're probably going to look at in terms of helping the Blues in the next couple of years. Probably the other guys that did help Springfield on that run are lesser guys who might be bottom six players or second, third pair defensemen in, in the future. But like you said, can't beat that experience. Real quick follow-up, JR. Are any of those players potential trade chips for Doug Armstrong this offseason? It could be, but to me, I always look at that situation – is that they would be potentially included in a a package deal. Like there, there's nothing where you're going to take one of those guys. Uh, I don't see, and you're going to have some value with them and it, it's going to go find you a player who can jump into your lineup. So, you know, let's say you have a deal with Arizona, you have a deal, you know, with whomever, I don't even want to say Calgary <laughs> these days, right. You don't want to stir it up, but oh, don't but worry. We if, do it every week, <laughs> but yeah, but if you have some sort of deal that might be a bigger package, maybe some team around the league, sees some value in one of those players who could be a depth player for them. But yeah, I don't think that we saw anybody in that run uh, for Springfield step up and say, Oh wow, this guy could be something for St. Louis next year, or at least he could get you something in a trade. I don't know that there's that kind of value. Jay, I'm going to read a quote from your story. I'm not going to pull out the whole thing because I need people to go over there and read it themselves and subscribe to the athletic. But this comes from Tom Stillman quote, as I've said, probably too many times, I think Doug Armstrong is the best in the league and that's well beyond the current trade that is under consideration. Hey, JR, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is, what is hey, this in reference to? <laughs> You know what? I probably didn't do Tom a very good service there. What happens is you do an hour-long interview, right? And you transcribe every word the person says. And you use some of the quotes. You don't use all of them. Um, that was kind of a longer quote where he says, uh, you know, it's it's not always the trade that he's making. It's not always the, the minor league mm-hmm. coach that he's 
talking to. He's not always this and that. So, you know, that, that quote, a little bit longer, you shave some off, and then all of a sudden it looks like he is making a trade. So yeah, the rest of the quote here. said Jacob Chikrin and <laughs> and Matthew Goodchuck. Those trades yeah. are under current consideration, right? You had a right? at the bottle of the article, too, that said David Pasternak also. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'll probably get a text from Tom in a little bit. Hey, where's the rest of that quote? Where's the rest of that quote? But, yeah, I guess it, it does sort of make it look like uh, there's meat on the burner there, as uh, Ryan Cron used to say. All right, Chikrin's coming soon it's it's good to, good to hear <laughs> one more week away jerry we appreciate the time as always man great article earlier today uh we'll talk with you again next week anytime boys thanks a lot